Hi guys, welcome back to the pod. Um, this is episode 12, 12, wow, 12 whole weeks. That's almost two months of me doing this podcast. That's absolutely crazy to me. Um, so how are you? <laughs> I am very tired today. I'm just looking at my phone. Um, but we have our green tea matcha. I'm ready to talk. I'm actually going to quickly do... I posted on my Instagram story uh, asking that same saying that I was going to do like a little a mini Q&A um at the beginning of the podcast today so there were a few questions that were asked so let me dive into that first so the first question was how do you get motivated that's a really difficult question because I I struggle a lot with motivation. I think the best thing for you to get motivated is to just think about like the pros of it. Like you're going to feel better once you get whatever you get, like whatever you need to get done. Once you get that done, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel more relaxed. You're going to feel more at ease. Um, basically just like envisioning the end result. So like if you're having trouble getting motivated for studying, um, YouTube, there's so many like study with me's or nice relaxing music. I think that's really motivating, um, to work out. There's all the hype music. I, when I want to work out, I watch like a bunch of like fitness vlogs or like work out with me vlogs, you know, stuff like that. Like envisioning the end result. Um, and sometimes it's very, very hard. Like, let's say like you're having like a down day and it's even, it's hard to get out of bed or like to brush your teeth, like take small steps at a time, or at least like write down your goals that you want for the day, go from very small to the biggest and work your way up. Like you don't have to get everything done. Just like put in the effort to try. The next one is, how did you explain your mental illnesses to your partner when getting into a relationship? Um, that's a good one. So when I met John, I was with somebody else at the time. And so John and I were friends and as a friend, I'm always very open about my mental health with friends and family too. Like depending on who it is, I'm very, very open. So I don't remember how it came about like telling John that like I had like depression and like anxiety I I really don't remember, but it was very natural. Like, everything was super, super natural. Like, I know, like, I sent, like, Snapchats of me crying to him all the time. And, like, I would be like, oh, like, I'm so sad. Like, I'm so stressed out. So, like, 
it was very like natural to me like it, it I'm always very open but if I'm giving advice to somebody on how to do that just make sure like the person is not like a judgmental like piece of shit because there are like d-bags out there that are like that and like some people don't get it and some people don't understand and they're going to belittle you because of it or have like this stigma about it um so take your time when you feel ready to bring it up bring it up like just be like if it doesn't naturally come from like a conversation you or you don't like open up about this like go out for like I don't know coffee or something or maybe not like nighttime I feel like nighttime's like the best like deep talk time and you can just like chill relax and just be like you know like I just wanted to let you know that like maybe like I've been struggling a little bit and you know this stuff has been going on or this stuff has happened and like I just want you to know because I feel like I can trust you and like I'm close to you and I respect you and I want you to know this about me so you can better understand me I feel like that's the best way to kind of do things and if you're explaining to them your mental illnesses, like, if you want them to have, like, a better understanding of, like, depression or, like, maybe you have bipolar or BPD or, like, anything like that, like, you can tell them, like, what you know and about your stuff and, like, your triggers and stuff like that if you're ready to do that. And if, just at the end, be like, and if you want to, like, learn more about it or, educate yourself more like you can do your own research and if they do their own research and like go and look at it on their own time to like better understand you and be a better partner for you that just shows like that they're a good partner um just to mention that I know when I told John um that I like had trauma and like anxiety and stuff and depression I know that he like learned that like he looked up how to talk to me and respond to me and like what he should say and um it definitely did do help so honestly the best advice I can give for that is take your time and when you feel it's right to do it do it and just make sure it's somebody that you can absolutely trust because some people will hold and use it against you. Um, I've definitely had relationships like that and friendships like that. Um, sometimes they're, I also want to add, sometimes like they're not going to understand, like even if they do their research about it, like they might just not understand. Like I feel like with mental illness and like mental health, you don't really get a full comprehension of something until you experience it experience it yourself so like my ex-boyfriend like when I was struggling with depression and eating disorders and anxiety he didn't understand it like he could not support me he didn't understand and it was a very it was such a barrier to the relationship um that's probably why it didn't work out but it, it can cause barriers if they don't really fully understand. And if you're doing your most to get them to understand or like help them understand, they're still not getting it and it's affecting you. Like some, like there's obviously circumstances and, and like shit like that, but like, you know, like just be careful and when you're ready and you feel 
like I feel like there's no right timing and there's no wrong timing at the same time and as long as you're comfortable and you like how did you explain just let it flow out like if you'll know when you're ready because it will just flow out naturally and that's that's all I can really say for that um how can you tell someone is toxic okay I have a really strong intuition and I know when people are shady from like the start and I'm never fucking wrong I am never wrong and I mean like sure maybe one day I will be wrong and maybe I am wrong sometimes maybe some person is toxic to me but not to somebody else and that's completely fine but like it's all in the way that they handle and carry themselves and their demeanor and pay attention to what other people say about those people because that really puts like a strong say into people like there's definitely people that I know that like people are like oh like they're such like a bitch like I want to be friends with them but they're actually like a really nice person and I've actually had people say that about me that I'm such a bitch but I'm genuinely like a nice person not to like rock my own shit but (laughs) just know like if your intuition saying that somebody seems shady or something seems off always listen to that feeling always um And if they're treating you, like, sometimes people can be very passive, like, passive-aggressive or very subtle. Like, they'll subtly, like, put you down or, like, subtly, like, do something or, like, you know, like, there's little things and they will show their true colors. You really just have to be so cautious of who you're around, what they do when they're around other people, how they treat their family, their opinion, their opinions of other people, um, like everyone has their own opinions, but if a person is constantly saying, like putting down every single person, even person that they're supposed to be like best friends or like sisters with for so many years, like if they're talking shit about that person's like behind their back and like, 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 do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, obviously that person's a toxic person and there's especially in our 20s if you're in your 20s like you are going to meet a lot of toxic people in your lifetime and sometimes toxic people can change their ways like 100% I I used to be that person that's like people don't change like whatever but if they're truly like they're acknowledging the problems, they're work like constantly working on their problems, they're trying, I'm always going to give them the benefit of the doubt. But then there are people that fake it. They're like, you have to be so cautious because there are people that are going to fake that they're getting better just to like get back under, like, you know, like the toxic narcissistic sociopath. Um, so just consider all the factors like for me like I am so picky with my friends like I I have John and John's my number one person I tell every single thing to John if you tell me not to tell anybody I tell John like I there's nothing I don't tell John John knows every single thing about me and even like all my intrusive thoughts like he knows everything and my cousin Miranda I don't know if she listens to this but if she does like she's also my like those are my 
two people, my two people that I know would never, ever, ever do me wrong. Um, and then I have my best friend, Jess. And, well, I guess she, she would never, ever do me wrong either. I just, you know, those are my two main people. And then I have Jess. So I have three people and that's it. I also have like, like I have had my fair share of like toxic relationships, toxic friendships. And, you know, I'm not going to like stroke my, whoa, stroke my own dick or anything. But like, I know that I can also be a toxic person. And for a lot of situations, I was the toxic person. I'm not going to deny that. I feel like everybody has those faults and all I can do is accept that and acknowledge it and move on from it and grow as a person. And I've definitely learned a lot from everything in my life so far. Like I'm only going to be 21 in September and I feel like I definitely learned so much from these experiences. And so now I'm really picky and choosy with my friends. Like I don't trust a lot of people that easily. Like it takes me a bit to like open up to people. Like trust me, if you get me drunk, I'm going to be a blabbermouth. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I, <laughs> I spill like my trauma, like no tomorrow. Um, which I kind of need to work on that in therapy to be honest. Cause I know that's not a good thing to do, but like you really, really got to be careful on what you're saying and who you're saying it to, because some there's like, there are shady ass people, like shady ass people. So intuition and their behaviors to themselves, to others, and what others say about them and what these people say about others and patterns, recognize patterns. Um, the last one is how can you show someone you love them and that you won't leave them? How can you show someone you love them and that you won't leave them? So like, hmm. The best thing to show somebody that you love them is visible, um, fuck, what's the word? Visible support. So there's a big difference. If you don't know this, um, already research it, there's a difference between visible and invisible support. It's still supportive. I just burped. That's so gross. I'm so sorry. There's a difference between visible. Let me take off this pink scrunchie. What the hell? Um, (laughs) One sec. There's such a big difference between visible and invisible support. It's literally what it is. Like visible support is when the other person like acknowledges and sees that you're providing them support. And invisible support is when the person may be supporting you, but the other person that's receiving the support may not see it. So you have to make sure everything you're doing is well known and don't rub it in their face. You know, like, don't be like, oh, I do all this for you. And you still think I don't love you like that. That's not like, you know, like just be like very like subtle about it. Like, let's say like, oh, like I just wanted to let you know that I knew you had a bad week this week. And, you know, like I did all these extra chores so that you could be more relaxed and like just stuff like that. And like always be reassuring and never like, I know sometimes coming from, like, a person that needs constant reassurance, um, 
don't get annoyed with it. Like I know like there's people in relationships for like years and years and years and years and they could be married. They could have kids and they're like, do you still love me? Like obviously it's stemming from some sort of insecurity within themselves. And that's why they're asking you. Don't get mad at them for that. Like it, it when you get mad or you get annoyed when somebody's asking you for reassurance or needs reassurance, it's like doing the opposite, you know, like it, it, it's not a very good feeling. Um, just make sure you're being as positive as possible. And there's obviously like a whole other side of that. Like if this person that you're showing like all this love to, and they're still saying like, oh, you don't love me. Like, fuck you. Like they're being a toxic person about it. Obviously like that's when you're like setting boundaries and being like, okay, well like, you know, you, you, it's really situational. So the best you can do is be as supportive as possible, less like annoyed and angry about it, like patience, research, doing the most and learn your partner's love language. Um, that's so important. So that's that. And then, and that you won't leave them again, reassurance, like there, that's all you can really do. And like, if you really struggle with like getting your partner to see that, if you search it on like Google or whatever, like you will find things like small ideas to make the person like feel that way, like doing more date nights or being more like intimate, like intimate time. Like that doesn't mean sex. So that means like, like intimacy, um, exercises and doing more or showing more of their lung, lung, more of their love language, just doing the most to make sure that your partner feels validated and loved. It's, it's, it can be difficult at times, but it's so worth it if you really love that person and you want them to feel comfortable and validated and loved. So that's all for the Q and A. And that was literally like 20 minutes. Um, That's like a whole episode. So, huh. I guess I'll just leave it as like the Q&A for today and then next week I'll do what I want to talk about because I don't want to make this like a, like an hour long episode. Um, let me drink some. So, let me just go back over the questions to see if I can add anything else to that. Just while we have a few more minutes of time. Yeah. Toxic, toxic people. Staying motivated. Another thing for motivation is like writing down all your goals and like going from small steps to big steps on how to reach those goals and doing vision boards. Vision boards are so cool. I actually need to make one for my career. Um. And, oh, see all. And explaining your mental illnesses to partners. So, honestly, a lot of you guys were asking me questions about, like, partners and, like, relationships. And, like, I, oh, my God. My, one of my close family friends (laughs) at the cottage, um, hi, Alfie and Ash, if you're listening, pointed out that I say like so much and now I'm so, like, overly conscious about every time I say like or um. (laughs) So sorry if I keep saying it. 
But uh, you have to be careful of who you're spending your time with because it affects your aura. It affects your energy. It affects your life. And you want to surround yourself with people that are going to make you a better person and push you to be a better person and make you feel good. Like I, I have had my fair share of spending time with people that make me feel like shit relationships, friendships, and like even family members, <laughs> like I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes family just makes me feel like doo-doo and that's okay. You set your boundaries. You trust your intuition. You put distance between yourselves. And if anyone has a problem with that, that's on them. I know so many people that get so butthurt when I distance myself from them because they're being toxic towards me or I don't like how they're behaving or treating me. And then they get very like, oh, well, like you think you're better than everybody else. You're so above everybody else. You're going to regret this. No, it's called having respect for myself and knowing how I should be treated by friends and relationships and family members. Some people will really do you dirty and then make you the problem. And I won't deny I am definitely the problem in some cases. Okay. But I'm still not going to let people disrespect me and be toxic towards me and expect me to still have like this love and respect for them and be around them. I'm not that person. And I learned that at a very young age and I'm very thankful for that because now I'm not going to waste my 20s with the wrong people. And I'm so excited to meet new people because I'm like I said, I'm only in my 20s. I'm going to meet so many people and I'm excited for that. I, I can't wait to meet the people that I'm going to be having barbecues with with our kids and like you know, like, so if you want to be friends, hit me up. Like you might have to go through like a while to get through me, but I, I'm taking friend applications. So, (laughs) but that is really it guys. Thank you for your questions. I know there's only a few, but I talked a lot about them. That was actually quite fun. So next week I wanted this episode to be about the reality of being that girl. I'll insert like a picture right here of like that girl aesthetic so that you guys know what I'm talking about because actually, no, I can't do that on this one because this isn't on Final Cut. This is through OBS. If you know what I'm talking about, like that girl, like if you're, you watch on TikTok, like it's very like Pinteresty, like eating like acai bowls every morning, avocado toast, working out, journaling, this and that, like being like, I'm not going to get into it because I have like a whole like episode about it coming up, but that's what I want today to be about, but I'll make it for next week because the Q&A took up all the time today. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for all the views and support on my vlogs. If you haven't watched any of my vlogs, go check them out. Um, and like, comment, and subscribe. Share if you want. And yeah, so have a good one, everybody.